0: Hey, this is Jasper Graham, the guy with the trailer on fire in the pits all the time, and you're listening to the E's and B's podcast.
1: Good morning, all you wrestling and sports fans. Bees and Bees, the bacon eggs of a Wrestling sports podcast. And I'm your host, Eddie! of the best in the no-prep world, Jasper Grant. Plus, NFL Draft, NBA Leaders, XFL Playoffs, NBA and NHL Playoffs, NASCAR Short Track and no-prep talk, and you guessed it, some races. You're listening to... Babies,
2: AB, Kiss! I'm just a little machine. And I don't work for nobody but you. I'm just a love machine. And I don't work for nobody but you. Open my chip but your eyes and then I go work. And, and the no body in my chew. Welcome in my chew. You might see. Yeah, is that a
0: joint?
2: Thank God, man. It like a uh, quarter pounder, man. That's a. I have with that shit, man. Uh the heavy stuff, man. <laughs> but it blew <pull> me away. You <laughs> better put your seatbelt on, man. I've been smoking since I was born, man. I can smoke anything, man. You know, like I smoked that Michoacan, man, Acapulco gold man. I even smoked that tight stick, you know. Tight stick? Yeah, you know, all that stuff is tied to a stick, you know. Yeah, I stick. Yeah, that ain't do nothing to me, man. I could probably smoke this whole joint, man, and still walk away, man. Wouldn't be no problem at all, man. Joe, talk it out, man. Dude, <laughs> And I grab you by the boo-boo, don't it? Yeah, man. What? What? Oh. Yeah, what's in this shit, man? Mostly Maui Waui, man. Yeah. But it's got some Labrador in it. I know you don't smoke weed. I know this. But I'm gonna get you high today because it's Friday. You ain't got no job, and you ain't got shit to do.
1: Joining us again here on this beautiful Friday, April 28th, twenty twenty three, where you be. Put the ice in the bong and the coffee in the maker. Cause we're about to rock this episode out like the podcast undertaker. That's right, you know the drill. Crack those eggs. Get that heat up. Cause it's time. For the sunny! Welcome back to the A's and B's podcast, and as you heard, we're kicking things off on this stacked show with what started yesterday. That's right, the end. FL draft live from Kansas City going down there yesterday. All the teams hoping to make that right selection. Of course, we've been talking about it here and there, but we know the madness has now officially begun. Of course, all the trades, all the bumps, and everything up and down the list trying to make the right selection has already underway starting last night there in Kansas City. And we know this with the Rodgers trade to the New York Jets. Jet, suck suck we already know the deal there we already heard all about it been talking about it on ESPN for months since the first day it was released there on the Pat McAfee show well it's all over with now now we'll just look forward to the beginning of the 2023 season we cannot wait here at the E's and B's to be diving all the way into the NFL of course next week we'll be breaking down pick one through pick 32 right here giving you everybody's first round pick of course except for our miami dolphins as we all know that story we won't dive into that but we'll have all those updates and everything you need to know coming off the gridiron right here next week on the best keeping things going let's stay on the gridiron and move over to the xfl that's right as you know week 10 Wrapped up last weekend, some big games were on the line as the St. Louis Battlehawks trying to squeak their way into this year's XFL playoffs, and they did not make it happen as the Seattle Sea Dragons were the team to come in there in second place in the North and Become the other team for the playoff. Here's how things are gonna break out. Like I said, the seven and three Seattle Sea Dragons will be taking on the champions of the North, the nine and one, the best record in the XFL, DC Defenders. Now over in the South, it's gonna be a different change. Mark my words because it's gonna sound funny. The four and six Arlington Renegades, they're gonna be taking on the seven and three. Houston Rednecks. That's right, folks. That's kind of odd for me to say a four and six under five hundred team. I know we've seen it in the NFL before, but when you only have eight squads, it's very, very shaky to see the South definitely only having one squad over five hundred. Now we know this. It's going to be the, the DC's Reggie Barlow against the Seattle's against the Seattle's Jim Haslett, and then in the other game it will be. Arlington's Bob Stoops. He'll be taking on Wade Phillips of the Houston Rednecks there. or The Houston Roughnecks there. That's going to be an interesting matchup there. In my prediction, it will break down like this. We're going to see the Houston Roughnecks up against those D.C. Defenders for the championship. We'll talk about that here next week when we figure out who are the finalists. Now, let's talk about the finalists in the stats division there in the XFL on the passing side Coming out on top, gonna be the quarterback number one of the first inaugural season. It's Ben DiNucci. He finished with two thousand six hundred and seventy-one yards, twenty touchdowns, and thirteen picks. Congratulations there to Ben DiNucci in the rushing side. It's gonna be Abraham Smith. He rushed for seven hundred and ninety-one yards for seven touchdowns. Congratulations to Abraham now on the receiving side, bouncing back on top. He led most of the season with 670 yards. It's Jackar Peterson. He got four touchdowns also to go with those yards. Congratulations to all those stat winners. And like I said, next week we'll be breaking down the X L championship game right here on The Best. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe, pass the gravy, spread the butter, Tell a friend, tell a family, tell someone about this podcast. Keep it things going here on the sunny side. Let's bounce things off the gridiron and go for that homer there on the diamond.
2: In the air, left field. Sawinski winning out of win. Does he have it? Does he have it? He's got it. Oh, my goodness. (laughs)
1: That's right, baseball back in action here on the E's and B's. And let me just say, stolen bases are up, runs are up, and games are being done less than two hours. That's right, things on fire there in the MLB. And the Tampa Bay Rays, well, they're still duh beat it at home that's right them guys shutting everybody down there in the home base but here's how things are setting in the mlb out in the al the tampa bay rays they're at 20 and three four and a half games up on their division then we got minnesota they're at a 13 and 10 with only two games up there last but not least it's those texas rangers they're at a 14 and eight two and a half games up in their division switch things over let's go to the nl how about those oh oh that's right those braves they are at 15 and 8 they're a game up on their division the pittsburgh pirates as you heard there in our sound clip shocking the world right now bouncing back from the worst team in baseball to now First in their division at a 16-7. They've got a game up there. And last but not least, out here in the West, it's a bounce back still between a couple teams. 13-11, and 11, Arizona on top, a half game up. So that's how things are setting in the divisions. Let's talk about how things are setting on the stats side of things. In the batting average, devi- the batting average department, we've got Luis Perez from Miami. He's batting a solid 444 over on the HR side of things we've got the los angeles pay me dodgers max muncie he's slugging right now 11 home runs for him on the rbis it's going to be texas garcia he's got 28 And then on the hit side of things, it's those Braves. Ronald Acuna Jr., he's got 34. And last but not least, stolen bases as we spoke. They are up. And my man, Ronald Acuna Jr., he's got 12 of those. Over on the pitching side of things, wins right now as it sets. Garrett Cole from the New York Yankees, he's got four, tied with a couple others. ERA, it's Minnesota's Sonny Gray, he's pitching right now with a solid 0.62. And on the save side of things, it's Jordan Romano from the Braves. He's got eight. And last but not least, strikeouts, it's going to be Spencer Strider with 49. Like I said, business is picking up. That's a good line there from my man JR. But we'll keep an eye on everything sliding around the bases there in the MLB and have all those stats right here next week on The Best. Keeping things going. Let's go from the Diamond to the Hardwood.
2: He'll come the other way, by Bridget. Bridges. Chris, going to take him down, goes. There's a the players, and it looks like it didn't beat Claxton, because it looked like he was looking over him after that finish there by Claxton. Claxton was standing over Embiid. What a pass here from Bridges to Claxton. Now look at the stare down, it's kind of hard to tell there. Here's the finish, there's the stare down, and the step Look like one of the Rockettes with that kick. Jonas has it. a minute medicine. She played it. But some fun. You Allen has it. Down the lane. You run out of time. The Bucks don't get out the shot. Oh, yeah. And the Miami Heat become the sixth in NBA history. To win as an eighth seed in the first round. What a
1: ball game. Wow, what a start to this year's NBA playoffs. As you heard there in the sound clips, obviously the 76ers, Mr. MVP, MVP kicking somebody there uh, in the first round series against the Nets. Claxton obviously stepping over him after a massive dunk, but it did not cause or affect much for the Nets because they were bounced early. Other big things, like I said, we're expecting some of these series to be dominating. And then, of course, some of these other series, as you've already heard, shocking. Let's talk about how they already said looks like the East just down to the one one series before we move into round two but here's how things shook out in round one as you heard Miami the eighth seed shocking the one seed knocking them off 4-1 4-1 there in that series. Then we had the New York Knicks. They shocked everybody as well, knocking off the Cleveland Cavaliers 4-1. And last but not least, as I talked about, the 76ers, the only team there in the playoffs so far to sweep as they knocked out the Nets 4-0. Like I said, last but not least, left in the East, it will be the Boston Celtics and Atlanta Hawks. Boston up right now 3-2, going into tonight. Who? We'll move forward there on the eastern side of things. Now, move over to the west. Our Denver Nuggets, they took care of business there. Round one, knocking off the T-Wolves, four to one. Then, as well as the Phoenix Suns, they took care of business there in L.A., knocking off the Clampas, four to one. The last two series, well, they're still tied up right now as the L.A. Makers, they've got the lead 3-2 over the two-seeded Memphis Grizzlies. And the Golden State Warriors coming from a deficit. That's right, a 2-0 deficit. Now have the lead 3-2 and looking to defend that championship this year. Things looking up for them. We'll keep an eye on all the series going through the weekend. And, of course, next week we'll break down round two. And who will be moving forward? And who is going home from the hardwood? With that, that's all I got on the NBA. Let's bounce that ball, keep it on the playoff side of things, and go right to the pond. Yes, things getting slick there on the ice as round one started here just last week, and things... Definitely looking a lot more different than what we talked last Friday as some of those teams we expected to dominate in the series as well here on the ice. Well, they're getting some fights put up against them. Let's talk about the things out on the eastern side of things. Boston. They've got that lead, 3-2 over Florida, but let's face it, folks, the most wins, the most points, we expected this series to be over fast, and it looks like those Panthers, well, they're hanging on. Over there, we got Toronto, they've got a 3-1 lead on the Lightning, don't give up just yet on those Lightning, we know this, they're a playoff squad, they have been for the last three seasons, and then we have Carolina, they're up 3-2 on the Islanders, that's right, that looks like the Hurricanes might slide into round two there. And last but not least, on the eastern side of things, it's the New Jersey Devils. They are knotted up 2 2 with the Rangers there in New York. So things looking good on the eastern side of things. Let's switch it up, go to the western side of things. How about this one? This is something we didn't expect out here out west. It's our Colorado Labs. They are down 3 2. The wild card Kraken. That's right. The Seattle Kraken. First time ever for the franchise in the Stanley Cup playoffs. And they're putting it to the defending champs right now up 3-2. Other other in the western side of things, how about this? Dallas, the Stars, they're up 3-2 on the wild. Vegas, they got a big lead. They're up 3-1 on the Jets. And last but not least here, we've got the Edmonton Oilers. They've got a 3-2 lead on the Kings, folks. Things are getting slick. The hits are getting heavy. We've already seen players suspended. Keep your eyes out. Can the abs defend that title? Or we'll we be talking about those Boston Bruins all the way to the Stanley Cup Finals. We'll keep you up to date with everything right here. All the hard hits, goals, and everything you need to know on the best make sure you guys like share subscribe pass the gravy spread the butter tell a friend tell a famber tell someone about this podcast just a couple more things left before we get to this week's guest i cannot wait you do not want to miss that but let's turn the page and start talking things he might know more about that's right let's talk some racing.
2: Green, white, checker. Here we go. Kev's out of gas. As soon as he got to the fuel, she let go let on him. Who else is going to run out? Look what it did to that bottom line. Look at Keselowski right behind Bubba. Keep an eye on that. Will Bubba try to make a move here? Kyle Bush moved up to the outside for the restart, and now he's in position to steal one here. First time he has led today. Eric Almirola moves up. Almirola may be slow on gas. He could be. I think so. Sparks flying from underneath Almirola's car, though, as he drifts back. I think it, that's damage from Chastain moved to the middle. Got into the side of him a little bit. Keselowski gave Bubba a bump to the lead. White flag. Next flag ends the race. Oh, big push. Blade Turns him oh, around. Goes. Oh, oh, into Keselowski around. Hit, oh, another hard shot. Almondinger, caution waves,
1: with Kyle Busch in front. There you have it, as we get our third, two-time, two-time winner of the 2023 season there in the NASCAR, as the RCR number eight machine of Kyle Busch was in the right place at the right time there on Sunday, getting his first Talladega Super Speedway win in 15 years. Congratulations to him from us here at the E's and B's. Of course, uh, as always there in Talladega, there were a couple huge wrecks over the weekend, but the one that caught our attention had to be the one between the number 41 machine of Ryan Priest and the five machine of Kyle Larson. uh, There in the closing moments of the race uh, there on Sunday, the five car gets spun Goes down the banking, hits the grass, and shoots back up the track. You know, everybody's worst fear. And, of course, the 41 machine of Ryan Pierce. Full throttle right there. T-bones the 5 machine. Um, Fortunately for him, it was in the passenger side door. But a very, very hard hit. Go back, check that out there on the socials. Very scary moment. Both men walking away. Of course, afterwards, Kyle Larson Mentioning how scary that situation was. And then, of course, we got a uh, picture of those door bars. And boy, I tell you, thank goodness for that racing safety equipment. Because I I don't know any other vehicle that would have sustained a hit like that. And the person in both vehicles walked away with just some bumps and bruises. So very, very good stuff there for the safety crew at Saladega this weekend. They're moving on up. That's right. Heading over to Dover as they'll be trying to conquer the monster mile we'll see if miles the monster puts his big fist down like he normally does and puts a couple cars behind the wall early but let's talk about cars behind the wall early in this playoff standings as we are just about 12 weeks into this nascar season not yet quite to the halfway point but let's talk about how Let's talk about how those top 16 cars set going into this weekend. They're in the 16th spot. It's going to be the number 17 machine of Chris Buescher. In the 15th spot, it's the 14 car of Chase Briscoe, 14th spots, going to be the number 24 machine of Willie B. That's right, Willie Byron. 13th spots, the forty-seven machine of Ricky Stenhouse. In the 12th spot, it's going to be the 6th car of BK. That's right, Brad Kozlowski. In the 11th, it's the 22 machine of Joey Laguno. In the 10th spot, it's the number 11 car of Denny Hamlin. Ninth right now, it's going to be the 48 machine of Alex Mid-Bowman. In the 8th spot right now, it's the 12 car, Ryan Blaney. Down there in the 7th, it's the 19 machine, the vet himself, Martin Truex Jr. In the 6th spot, it's right now the 45 car of Tyler Reddick. In the 5th spot, this this past week's winner, it's the 8 machine, kyle bush in the fourth spot the guy we just talked about in that bad wreck it's the five car of kyle larson in the third spot it's the guy who's retiring at the end of the season that's right mr happy himself the closer kevin harvick in the second spot it's gonna be the number one machine of ross cross him up Chastine. and on top right now heading into dover it's the 20 car christopher bell Folks, that's how it sets. Like I said, going into Dover, keep your eyes out. Will we get that 10th, 11th new winner of the season? Or will we be talking about another two-time, two-time winner here in the 2023 NASCAR season? Keep up to date with us. Each and every week, we'll have all the wrecks, winners, losers, and everything you need to know coming off the track right here on the bus. Keeping things going on the track side of things. Let's go jump to the short track side. That's right. As we know this weekend, it is the... Spinning weekend here for us at the Colorado National Speedway. Super late models, modified street stocks, and figure eights on the track. Shout out to Team Hilton and Abeda. Our boy, number 23 of Jordan Abeda, will be hitting the track this weekend, trying to get that march towards this year's championship underway. We'll be pulling for him. Make sure you guys, if you are local, go check out Colorado National Speedway. Also this weekend in my home state at the Anderson Speedway, it's the CRA Late Model Tour. That's right, kicking off there. They'll be in the house. Make sure you guys go check them out for that one. Then down in Indy, how about this? It's at the Sports Drone this weekend. That's right, Jeffersonville. If they get enough cars, the money goes up. As the Tunnies always say, the more cars, the merrier, but it's always going to be a better show. When everybody shows up, so make sure you guys go check out at the Sports Drum, Jeffersonville, Indiana, this weekend. The Law oh, Figure eights on the track. Make sure you guys go check out Ben, Mark, Tony, Matt Smith, all the E's and B's veterans. Let them know the Eddie B from the E's and B Cinches. Speaking of those Outlaw Figure Eight cars coming off of last weekend there at the Speed Drum, we want to give a big special shout out to a Anderson local track node native and now the speed drum native the number 21 machine of Dougie Riddle congratulations to him from us here at the E's and B's getting his first ever outlaw figure eight main win there at the speed drum uh very awesome stuff after a very tough troubling time for that family and we all know the man the senior above looking down on that big win last weekend so congratulations congratulations to doug riddle from us here at the e's and b's with that that's gonna wrap up the roundy round talk one more thing before we get to this week's guest on the meet we're gonna go from the roundy round world to the strip that's right no prep talk as we know last week it a bunch of big action across the nation and of course as always this time of year we're just holding on as we know the big word is always in effect but last weekend it got to the rewind that's right unfortunately got one pass out and the rain hit and had to cancel the event hey shout out to alan robinson in the pizza king catfish car as he got the win but that was the only two cars going down the track last weekend there for the rewind race so unfortunate for them hopefully they'll get to get back there and get that that race underway we'll keep our eyes out for that other big races going down last weekend. How about Mr. Whipple's race? That's right. Down there, down south. Coming down to the wire as Casey Max goes went up against Black Sheep Mafias. Adam Plunkett. Adam Plunkett just had that thing set on kill. Getting the win. Congratulations to Black Sheep Mafias. Adam Plunkett on a huge win down there last weekend. Knocking off some of the big bad dogs there in small tire. And, of course, we know we'll be seeing him this year, hopefully, at the baddest race. That's one race we'll be talking about with our guests coming up next. So make sure you guys do not miss that. Also, last weekend, how about KD Midnight Madness? Yeah, not that big of a car count, but they still got some cars down that track. And in the end, congratulations to Brandon Campbell getting the win in small tire. Shout out to him from us here at the E's and B's on an awesome run there at KD. Then last but not least, that's right, the big race we talked about last weekend in Kentucky. It was Slugfest going down West versus East. Team Happy versus Team Ryan Mitchell. No, not Casey Max. And when it came down to the end, it was Team West getting the win. Congratulations to them. And Logan Duvall, that man is on right now as he's just been setting them up knocking them down we also had some solid solid runs by the src group and of course our favorites here team meatball shout out to alan and zach on an awesome run there of course getting back in the second chance still not being able to get the win but getting some licks down making things faster and they know what they got to do to beat those big dogs so congratulations once again to logan paul in the big win and also team west knocking out team east there last weekend. How about this weekend? We've got plenty of races on the docket. How about no joke, no prep? That one going down. Also, we got King of 28s at US 36. Be on the lookout for KC Max, Jason Rank, and all them guys down there on that one. We also got the Bass on the backside. That one is gonna have BJ on the light, and that is in Crossville. Tennessee. We also know that one race shut down because of rain this weekend. Postpone will be rescheduled. Shout out to Ken from Drag or Die as they were trying to get the Battle of South Mountain down this weekend. But weather is not going to let it happen. So keep your eyes out on that event page for when that race will pop, repop back up there on the schedule. Like, like I said, folks, with that, that's going to wrap up the no prep talk. But not just all of it. Because coming up next, we've got one of the best. In the no-prep world, wearing many hats and he's got a bunch of stuff to talk about. Stay tuned. Bipolars, turn and burn. Jet and Graham yeah. is next. You're listening to the E's, and B's, podcast. Hey. Hey, yo, Seth, what's good, bro? This man's kind of hot.
2: you know how much you love it when you get it in abundance give a fuck about a budget when you always be the subject of discussion but it's nothing when you stop and just fuck fucking because you're walking out in public and you hear him talking rubbish i just want to ride, ride through the city in a cutlass
1: find a big buck bitch i get my nuts all right fans with us today he is one of the best no prep racers that wears many hats, but we will smoke you on the track and burn one down with you afterwards with a pat on the back. Coming to us from some call it the UP, others call it the Dirty Glove. Ladies and gentlemen, from Eaton, Rapid, Michigan, I give to you
0: Jasper Gray how we doing everyone? That All was right, a great intro.
1: Thank you so much for joining us here at the E's and B's this like I said is a long time coming finally getting Jasper here on I know we've been back and forth for shoot probably over a year and a half, two years and uh he's reached out to me and we've got him on here to uh obviously spill a little beans learn a little bit about Jasper if you haven't known anything about him just yet and obviously, we're gonna throw some fun questions at him to pick his brain. Are you ready, my friend? I'm ready. All right, Jasper. Tell the fans and listeners out there, how did you get your start in the no prep
0: world? Um I, I attribute a ton of that to Brandon Mork. Um I, I bought the original white car. I got a really good deal on it. It was pretty crazy, like how I got it. I got it for like three grand. I already had a cage, only had 19,000 miles. Um, I was gonna make it a car that I cruised around with my kids with a whipple charger on it. I was gonna put a 4.6 in it and cruise around and do burnouts. Well, luckily for a couple reasons, we didn't do that. One was the roads in Michigan are absolute trash, so it's no fun to even drive a cool car. And two, I bought some rims for it, some weld RTSs off Brandon. We met in Gary, Indiana. I thought we were gonna die at this <laughs> McDonald's we went to. And then uh ended up meeting him at the truck stop. And when I got there, he was like, don't do this. Like don't go buy a Whipple Charger. Buy this old twin turbo kit that I have for a 4.6 and come no prep with us. You won't like it. As soon as you run like a high nine, you'll be bored. And that's kind of how we got into it. Kind of so rest is history, right?
1: Yep. Awesome, awesome. Well, of course, I got my first taste of you, obviously, last season there at War in the Woods in my home state, Indiana, as you spoke. And uh, probably still one of the baddest burnouts I've ever seen personally <laughs> up front and close i got an awesome video hopefully maybe one day i'll share it with you but uh i gotta ask you this what's one of your favorite things about no prep racing jasper war in the woods <laughs> absolutely yeah like uh, I, can,
0: I can just say like that has everything that that i enjoy you know it's it's a great group of people there's more fans there than anywhere else Um, it's the only track I try to explain to a lot of drivers and I hope a lot that haven't been there yet that are coming for this big race, understand like, it is not like anywhere else. Like after you do this for so many years, we've been doing it for four now, you know, pretty much all over you, you get really comfortable. Like when I'm at on or Myland, or we're at Hardensburg or we're somewhere in Ohio, even like Hartshorn, Oklahoma, you know, like. I'm not even worried. I have no thoughts. I don't care how long the guy takes next to me, all that stuff. Like we do our own thing and we go when you're at war in the woods, like the whole time I'm in the car, I am constantly thinking if this happens, I need to be ready for this. I'm reaching for my parachute mount like or lever, you know, to make sure that I'm super aware of that because the shutdown's short and you're trying to stop, so like, there's so much more to that place than anywhere else. It's it's my favorite place. That's probably one of my favorite things.
1: Yeah, I I could agree with you. I know a lot out there probably would say exactly the same things you said there. Now I gotta shine a little light on something else that kind of trinkles into what you've already spoken, and that's the racing family. Part of the reason, you know, mainly why we got you on here today is because some of these things that go unseen. Now, last year we know there was a terrible wreck there at War in the Woods, but I want to shine the light on the fact that this racing community cares for everyone. Yes. You might line up right next to your opponent, your rival, who it may be, you know, and want to beat them so badly. But when you see something like that happen, it's the racing community that means the most. And I want to give a shout out to you for, for being one of those people out there that always are giving those people that are in need that, you know, have a bad accident that, you know, something mishappened or just tried to make that race, you know, you and your program and your people, uh shout out from us are always one of the ones that are on top and the first two to play. And I, I think it's awesome. And that's what I want to sh- uh, shout out to here on the E's and B's, you know, thank you so much for being you and doing that because that makes this community and the racing family that much stronger.
0: Yeah. We've always, like, I've always believed my whole life, even outside of racing that, you know, all, I, I do a lot for a lot of people and I always feel it comes back. Like that's how I keep floating, And I never worry, you know, like I as weird as that is, like a lot of people would worry, you know, if they have no money or whatever at times, I've just never worried. I've always known something will come around. Um, Joe Williams at Bipolar is super like that. That's why we get along so well is that guy helps so many people. A lot of my sponsors are that way too. Like uh, we, you know, and man, I, I really don't want this to come out the wrong way. We, we've never asked for a sponsor, like if that makes sense. I've never made a post. I've never asked. And I have no issues with people that do. I totally understand it. And, and some of them, the, the sponsors are getting something out of that, obviously, if they're paying in. So there's no harm in asking. We never have just because I've always, you know, I've been so broke at times in my life that to sit where I am now with a nice five-bedroom house, you know, four kids, beautiful wife, Um, truck trailer, $100,000 car, some of the best friends and people around me in the world. Like, I I don't know how you get depressed. You know what I mean? Like, I, I can't, I can't not support, you know, other people if I'm sitting here and then in the same breath, you know, we can't ask for something more. You know what I mean? Like, it's real hard for me to want to ask someone for something right now when this is the life I've always dreamed of and we have it, you know?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. But, you know, the good ones always are just like you. And I think, like I said, you know, the light needs to be shined on on more people like you when it comes to things like this. You know, you don't always have to have the best of stuff, the most money and all no. that to be a person like you. And that's just my opinion. All right, let's keep going here, Jasper. How about this? If you could
0: change one thing in the no prep world, what would you change? Oh, man, I, I guess right now, starting this year, I thought this year has been really rough and everyone's had. A pretty bad attitude and a lot of bickering and fighting i I wish we could eliminate that i I wish like i said i wish more people were looking at it like we do where that you know you're pretty lucky to be doing something like this in america not stuck in some other country bugs or something so i I wish more people would not take it so personal you know what i mean and we're a group that loves to burn each other too you know And I have to be very careful, you know, who I burn or who I say, you know, because some people take it the wrong way. I wish it was more loose, I guess. Yeah, it seems like tensions tensions are a
1: lot harder this season for some odd reason. I mean, everybody obviously are going a lot faster. Um, There's a lot of more uh, or I should say there's a lot more new rides being re re uh, availed and and all that good stuff. So, yeah, I can agree with you. I I wish things would kind of lighten up. You know, we're all in this together and. And all are obviously going for the same goal, but all right, let's switch things up on them a little bit here. Jasper, get to some of those fun ones. We'll get back to a couple more races. Before we wrap this up. Make sure you guys go give Jasper a follow there on all of the social media out, outlets. You're listening to the A's and B's podcast, the best breakfast wrestling sports podcast on your Friday. Jasper, I got to know you're having breakfast with any celebrity or race car driver out there. Who are you having breakfast with? And what
0: are you having? Dead or alive. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Nikola Tesla. Ooh, okay. And we would be having, I'd be having a Robin's Nest skillet from my hometown. My buddy Grubal that I grew up with my whole life, his, his parents and him own that. And I have no idea what Nikola would eat. Pr- probably like eggs over, just just eggs or something. Uh, all right. Imagine quirky, but. Sounds
1: delicious. Sounds delicious. How about this one? This is one of my new favorite ones. Let's say that you have walk-up or we should say drive-up music each time you come to race. When you step into that? What that water box, Jasper. What music
0: or song would be playing for you? Uh I'll say Donald Trump, uh Mac Miller. Okay. All right. Like, I like
1: definitely <laughs> a little bit of hype there, a little dt. How about this one? I know you've been waiting on this one. The movie of your life is coming out this weekend. Who's playing you
0: and what's the name of it? Man, so like ever since I've heard you ask this, I've I've thought so long and hard and it's such a tough one. I think the guy that would be playing me would be, I, I can't, I'm going to have to look up his name real quick, but it's Jack from Lost. Like, have you ever watched the show Lost? Not sure. Not familiar with that, that guy. Stuck on an island or something. I'll find his name real quick. Uh, Cast Matthew Fox. Matthew Fox. He was Fox. in Party of Five, too, now that I think about it. <laughs> okay. All right. And what's
1: the name of that movie going to be, Jasper? Uh, Mistakes Made. Mistakes Made. I like it. <laughs> I like it. All right. All right, let's get back to a little bit of Racy talk before we turn the tables over to you and promote yourself and what you got going on here in this 2023 20, season. But I got to know this. If you had to choose one, would you choose front, back, or the street? Street. Nice. Yes. Shout out to Yeah. I love. There's just when people nothing say that. like that. Like it the whole is feel of equalizer. It.
0: Yes. The the worry that, you know, and I, and I'm you know, talking more real street, like, don't get me wrong. Hartshorn is amazing. I love racing on the street in Hartshorn, but it's a sanctioned event. Like when we're on the street and the cops could come, there's just so much more risk and so much more like you're on edge. You're, you're like, then you're in the car kind of like, let's get this going. Like, why is this guy taking so long? <laughs> it's just a lot more fun. Um, and, and I'm sure once you get past like, those people, lights, probably perfect. right? Off the big end and stuff, you know, and it's safe. I love it. Um we have a car that don't even have a title so like we're always super nervous like cuz when Jeff Thomas got his we we know what it takes to get it back and we do not have that so I don't know how that'll end up going but I'm <laughs> well, sure hopefully we'll we it. never will have to worry about that. How about this one Jasper? You only
1: get two races this year to choose from. What two races are you choosing?
0: Um I'd go to Gangster's Paradise and since, you know, that's like what gonna be like. We're in the woods. I won't pick We're in the woods next. I'd say uh, trails. Trails. Ooh, all right. Shout out to OGR. I love that
1: Absolutely. Surface. Last year, one of the the uh, baddest races. Last year, I loved seeing that one. All right, one more here for you. How about this? To this date, right now, what is the
0: most memorable run you have had? So it's kind of a it's kind of two runs. We had a back to back PYOP in Detroit this is back when I still had a four, six car was pretty stock. Um, beater bomb came. We drew beater bomb the first day, I think in the second round and we lost by like a fender and I, I definitely guessed the light on him pretty good. And, but it was like that moment, even though we lost to me, that was that moment where I realized like, okay, we're not that far off. Like, if I race beater Bomb 10 times, I'll probably lose 10 times, but we're that close. Like, so then the next day, it was the same, you know, race, just 2 days in a row at the same place, kind of like Gangster's Paradise is going to be. And uh I ended up, you know, we were both going through the field and we met in the semi-final with four of us left. And at that point when I pulled up, you know, I told my guys, we threw the kitchen sink at it. So we were pretty confident it was going to spin. It ended up holding but we were what we we lost again by offender. It was almost if you play the two videos side by side, you can't even tell they're different. But what made us even more pumped then was he had he won the day before and we were down to the last four. So he had probably had seven, seven, eight hits on that surface or more. And we got him, you know, where it wasn't like we snuck him the first time. Because he had just showed, he'd never been there before. And we had been there a lot. Like, you know, I had made a lot of passes there. He had made zero. So the first day in the second round, you know, it really didn't, I didn't feel like showed me, you know, what he's capable of or whatever. But on the second day, when it was down to the last four and we only lost by a fender, I felt like, all right, we're here. And then we started really, really, really focusing on it. Like we started really trying to, you know, figure things out. We were, writing things down in a notebook, trying to keep data before we were just kind of very loose, which we're still very loose. (laughs) Well, you
1: can say that how you want, but I can say this. I've been keeping an eye on you, like I said, for now over a year, year and a half, however you may look at it. And I know things have progressed and yes, you've had some issues, but we are so excited and we cannot wait to see you back on that track. Can you tell my fans and
0: listeners what you got up your sleeve and when that possibly may be? uh we're hoping to test this week so yesterday we were putting the motor together we should finish tonight and then that's all that was really wrong with my car that's another thing that i'm really excited for is i have never in all the four years started the year with the same combo and same stuff we've always had big drastic changes i mean obviously when we crashed the white car we went to the orange one for a second then we went to a double frame rail like what we have now It took us a second to figure that out it was very very stiff so like we had to i mean just to be honest we didn't know any you know in the white car it was add more weight take more weight out now with this car it's that and a lot of suspension changes like it's very touchy to what's going on and bumps and stuff so we have to be really on top of it but we're really pumped because we finally get to start with the same stuff. We were learning a whole new bur- boost curve and what powers what. And now we're in a thousand pound lighter car or something. It's just, we're ready to go. I got
1: all confidence in the world. It'll be like riding a bike for you guys. You'll be right back in it. No, no, no time at all. And, and Hey, the new stuff, it's going to stick like glue. That's just what I see. And that's what I know from coming from my end. But before we get off here, I got just a couple more here. We'll switch the gears a little bit. Let me ask you a couple of sporting questions there, Jasper. Yes, I was hoping you'd do this. Cause like Yeah, we're we are definitely in the playoff time on the ice and on the hardwood. So we'll stick to those two just for a real quick one. Gimme your hockey predictions, who's playing in the Stanley Cup and who's taking it home.
0: So super bummer, because I love watching hockey, but I have no idea at this point who's in the playoffs or what's going on.
1: Oh, okay. I haven't watched no worries. it all,
0: That's all right. which I said, I feel bad for this because anytime I ever watch it, I do enjoy it. And I have a ton of friends that are way into it. Well, I'll give you my predictions. Obviously, coming off of the defending
1: reigning champion, Colorado abs, you know, I'm going to have to roll with the home squad. But, but there is a big but there. The Boston Bruins breaking all the records this year. Scoring all the points. Uh, are they going to be out of gas or are they going to be the team to beat? That's the big question. Now, do you know what's going on on the hardwood?
0: Yeah, I, I've been following it some. The NBA is super – like, my biggest sport is college basketball and the Spartans. Oh. Tom Izzo and them. <laughs> okay. And then right now I'm watching Talladega, and <laughs> my guy is retiring. But on the hardwood, we follow – I follow the Golden State Warriors because of Draymond being from the Spartans and he always, you know, pisses everyone off and he's a complete idiot. But, and then Steph is just amazing. My opinion is like, I don't know. He is such a, he he like changed the game of basketball and it was pretty amazing to watch. You know, there's like Jordan, there's Kobe, which were almost identical. Like they, they both wanted to kill you. They wanted to embarrass you. They wanted to, like, while they were up 50, they still wanted to dunk on you. Yep. I love that, you know, like that much tenacity or whatever. Steph went about it such a different way. I'm definitely not a LeBron fan, but it is shocking that he's going on the Grizzlies. Obviously, I like the Grizzlies a little bit because they have Tillman and uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. Jaron Jackson, yep. Um, yep. I'm thinking Jaron Jackson
1: just... Jr., this year's uh, rebound yeah, this champion is... there. Uh... Pretty cool stuff. Yeah, so let's ask you this. What do you what do you predict on the Spartans on the uh, the hardwood this next upcoming season? Obviously, I, I think they get the national. You had a, uh, let's face it. You guys had a rough Big Ten season, but my boss is a huge Spartan fan. And like I told him before the tournament started, we all know what Izzo does. Every single year he does this. And there was no reason to be worried. Yeah, you guys went as far as uh, pretty much anyone in the Big Ten, but. Do you think it's going to be just as good or better coming up this next season?
0: Ridiculously better. So we returned everyone but Hauser. And then Aikens just declared for the draft, but he can come back in that right. new scenario they have. Yep. And then we've got, um, I think, the number three recruiting class where we got Xavier Booker, which is the third best player in the country. And then Jeremy Fears, which is like the 20th. And then we got like the 50th and the 60th. And then returning, you know, Malik and Tyson Walker and Hogarth and all them. I'm feeling pretty good as a for right. next all right. year. All right.
1: I think we're going to have to put
0: a little bet on Although, Indiana wise, my, my Hoosiers versus your spot, I think we're going to have to do something. Purdue about that. is returning everyone, too. For who? I know. For who? For who? I know. But I couldn't believe Edie came back. Like, I thought that was so wild. Yeah. He's good, but he's only good right inside that
1: bucket area. No offense. I mean, give it to him. He's going to score 30 points. But if you shut down the rest of that squad, they're nothing. Yep. They've been like that since I was born in 81. That's and just then the I way think Indiana
0: will be good, too.
1: I think we've got, we'll have got we be a sleeper pick. Uh, we've, we're losing some players, but we've got some recruits got a coming in.
0: Class and a, I think they got a really good transfer. Caleb too.
1: Love could possibly be coming from North Carolina. Uh, you know, yep. there's, there's a good chance. I can't wait. We'll definitely maybe uh, come basketball, get you back on, and dive a lot more into that. Hey, before I get you out of here, though, I got to ask you one more. The famous Ease and question, as we always do here with our guests. Jasper, when it's all said and done and you're racing careers up and you're putting the helmet on the shelf, what do you want the Jasper Graham legacy to be?
0: I guess I would just want them to say that that guy was one of the, you know, the most down to earth dudes at the track. You know, he was never in there trying to fight people. He was never in there trying to rip someone off. He paid all his bets. I don't know. I'll take like partied harder than everyone else. Like, I, <laughs> hopefully they they say what's true. The his trailer was the trailer to be at every night when the racing was over.
1: Amen to that. I hope to be a part of that this season coming around, Jasper. Before I go, I'm going to turn it over to you. Tell my fans and listeners out there where they can find you
0: at on all the socials. Um, I think we have LL Spool J on Facebook page. We have an LL Spool J. On Instagram, we have a uh, buddy Burnswell, which is like a character I play for the Turn and Burn sponsor. Um, and then we have a second tight YouTube channel right now. I've it, the 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 people that helped me have been bugging me so bad because we made like one video. A lot of people liked it. We were gonna do some more, and I just slacked off. But it'll get going here now that we got the car back up and we're at the track with all the people. Um, I think that's it for, like, finding me online. Awesome. Awesome stuff, man. Like I said, dude, I cannot
1: wait to see you put that helmet on, those belts on, and get back on uh, on the track. Obviously, we'll be tracking that here at the E's and B's. Buddy, it's been an honor and a pleasure having you here on the E's and B's podcast. Make sure you guys go give him a follow. And until next time, it's the man that wears many hats. And we'll burn one down with you and give you a pat on the back after he kicks your ass. Coming to us from Eaton Rapids, Michigan, it's Jasper Gray. Thanks, my man. High school, take over the world when I'm on my Donald Trump shit. Look
2: at all this money. Ain't that some shit? Take over the world when I'm on my Donald Trump shit. Look at all this
1: money. That's some shit. We gon' take over the world while these haters getting mad. That's why all my bitches bad. They see this crazy life I have in a and all. We gon' win. You can take the loser draw. What I mean? Got these
2: to- <gasps> Yes, yes,
1: yes. What? an amazing interview there with jasper graham make sure you guys go check out jasper graham on all of the social medias i promise you it'll be a very entertaining follow and shout out to him and bipolar turn and burn and everything he's got his hands into we cannot wait to catch up with jasper here in about a month we'll be going person to person with him right there at war in the woods make sure you guys go give him a follow once again that's jasper graham thanks again for an amazing interview with that that's gonna wrap up the me. Stay tuned. Coming up next, it's my favorite part of the segment. That's right. We're going to come from the top, off the ropes. You know the drill. It's the scrambled. We're going to talk some wrestling. Next, you're listening to the E's and B's podcast. (laughs)
2: Fucking eagle, double cheese. Snoop, go! You know I'm loving with the DRE. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I'm back up in this motherfucker. So play the weed
1: up there. Play that shit up, nigga. Yeah, suck, Snoop. Top y'all, add Nigga, burn this shit up.
2: DP, my nigga, turn this shit up. On Saturday, May 27th, at Night of Champions. We will crown a new world heavyweight champion. That's right. He did
1: not stutter. There's the words of Mr. CEO this week at WWE. There Monday night on Raw, Triple H and Triple H announcing And showing the new title there in the center of the ring. And now we will be crowning a new champion, as he said, at the Night of Champions in Saudi Arabia. I gotta tell you, folks, as a wrestling fan, this is a head-scratcher. We've already got two titles on Roman, and now we're adding a third. Obviously, it screams that they are dying for a face champion, but also, in my eyes... It looks like a glorified 24-7 belt. Uh, as he was speaking there Monday night, mentioning this belt is different than most. It could be challenged or defended at any time. Therefore, kind of sounds like it's still in a little play from the AEW book. But also, in my eyes, it's an ugly, ugly belt, and it has not got a very good response all week long. We know this. Starting tonight, going down on SmackDown, we had yesterday the Indian... We had yesterday the NFL draft, tonight we've got the WWE draft, that's that's right, going down live there on Smackdown, round one of the WWE draft, and they are predicting this draft to be one of the most shocking drafts of all, so it's very interesting to see who the new faces, where they're going, and who is coming back Cannot wait. Of course, we'll be diving into all of that and everything else. Will the morale be down because of Mr. McMahon changing plans? Or is the morale about to spike with all the new changes about to start here tonight, live on SmackDown? We're going to have everything all the way broken down from the draft right here next week on The Best. Let's turn the page and go to the other channel. Go! I know you can
2: hear me, you son of a bitch. No Listen, it's one thing for you to run your mouth. Hell, it's one thing for you and Danny Garcia to jump me and beat me up. But the fact, the fact that you had me handcuffed right here and made me watch as you orchestrated, as you constructed that beating for no good reason to print, that is unforgivable. Chris, you crossed a line that you could not come back from. And I swear to God, I'm going to hurt you, and I'm going to hurt you bad. That was the words
1: there Wednesday night from Mr. Bay Bay himself. Adam Cole, very upset after the actions of Jericho and the JAS and, of course, Outcast Last week, they're on Dynamite in Britsburg. This week, they were in their home state of Florida, and Cole was not having it. Of course, afterwards jericho coming on the screen kind of distracting cole and of course we know what happens after that bam he gets jumped from behind but in the end we get a big shocking surprise the return of this guy That's what you heard. That's right. Roderick Strong coming to the save of his aid of his old time pal, Undisputed Era partner Adam Cole there Wednesday night and now it's official Roderick Strong AEW All Elite member and it looks like the Undisputed Era is back. Kind of. We know this Bobby Fish obviously no longer an AEW wrestler but we know Kyle O'Reilly eventually, hopefully one day, will get back in that squared circle. But big shock there Wednesday night. Roderick Strong making the save for his old pal. And now back or now back in the squared circle. But this time it's at AEW. Other big things that went down there Wednesday night. How about my boy, Dax? He was in a one-on-one competition against Jeff Jarrett. Of course, Jeff Jarrett pulling all of his tricks. And gets the win in that one. We'll have the other two of the tag team duo tonight. As Jay Lethal will take on Cash there on Rampage. We also got Jade Cargill defending her title for the 55th time. That's right. Congratulations to her. As she knocked off Tyree Valkyrie. And I gotta say, Tyree Valkyrie. Boy, you need some work. That's just my opinion. I know it's a big name and all. But she just was slow. Uh, They're in the ring Wednesday night. Also, we got the first debut of Takeshka and Omega as a tag team combo. They got the big win, but afterwards, of course, getting jumped by the Blackpool Combat Club. And uh, in the end, definitely Blackpool hoping that they could Come out on top, but the Young Bucks make the save to save out the other two, I guess now elite member Takeshka and Omega. So very big stuff. Keep your eyes on that as it keeps building. I see, like I said last week, blood and guts in the future for those four men, or excuse me, those eight men. And then last but not least, defending his international title, that's right, it was Orange Cassidy in a banger of a match up against Bandito. Bandito, probably one of my favorite masked men there on AEW other than Ray Phoenix. A uh, Very good show, if you didn't see that one, make sure you guys go check that out. Also announced earlier this week, Jericho and CM Punk officially having their set down. Nothing's been spilled besides that other than we kind of heard the rumor of them two agreeing to work together, so... I got to say, that might be your headliner match there in Wimbledy, Chris Jericho, CM Punk, what gets bigger than that? Tell me all about it. With that, that's gonna wrap up all the pro stuff. Make sure you guys are going and supporting all of the local indie wrestling promotions around your area. Our favorite here is the Rocky Mountain Pro. We support them. Make sure you guys give them some love. Without the local wrestling indie promotions, there would never be any of these stars we see each and every week on your TV. With that, we're gonna wrap this whole thing up like a burrito. We're gonna get to the toast next. You're listening to the E. Fence—it's everybody's favorite part of the show. Get out your jams, your jelly, your cinnamon, and your sugar. It's time to spread it. It's the toast. As we always do, each and every week, we give those lovely personal shout-outs. Let's get right to it. Obviously, we'll start out with our start out with this week's guest. We're gonna give a big. Thank you and shout out to Jasper Graham. Thank you so much for coming on the show. It was an honor and pleasure having you on the show. Cannot wait to have you back and also can't wait to catch up with you here in just a short month. Make sure you guys go give Jasper Graham Bipolar Performance, Turn and Burn, and everything he's involved in a follow. Let him know that Eddie B from the E's and B's sent you. Also want to give a big shout out to Ohio Grudge Racing's Josh Robinson. Shout out to Limpy. Shout out to Happy It support your local street racer. Shout out to 24-7 Motorsports, Ashley and Brandon Mork. Also, shout out to No Prep Felons, Bob Rice. Shout out to On Tilt Racing. Shout to SRC. Shout to Old Man's Garage. Shout out to Jimmy Dale. Shout out to Michael Poland and NX. Shout out to Carolina Performance, Robbie and Robert Dollar. Shout out to Raggedy Ann. Shout out to Bob Phillips. Shout to TRS, Jeff Thomas, and Julia Randall. Shout out to Nicky Shout out to the Tunnies, Matt Smith. Team Meatball, Team Hilton and Abeta, Rocky Mountain Pros, Yaden, Dustin, Lilith, Remy, my boys, Neil, Brian, Tony, Ty, and oh, the peeps at The Green Solution, 810 North College Road. Make sure you guys check out The Green Solution for all your cannabis needs. All right, make sure you guys are following us there on our social media outlets. That's where you'll find today's interview. There on the E's and B's YouTube. Make sure you guys hit that subscribe button. Trust me, you want to do that because we're trying to get those subscribe numbers up as we're going to be going live at all these events we're traveling to this summer, especially War in the Woods. Gangster's Paradise, and of course now it will be No Prep King's last run here at Bandemir uh, when that season comes around here in September. So make sure you guys give us a follow. Hit that subscribe button. You can follow us at easeandbees.org for all of our social media outlets. That's also where you can find where our merch page is. Anything helps. Any- <clears throat> we have items anywhere from 5 to $45 there on the merch outlet. So easeandbees.org. Hey, if you want to be on this show, you're a race car driver, wrestler, athlete, or someone out there just playing, trying to promote yourself, get at us at easeandbeespodcast at gmail.com. Give us your story. We'll get back to you and get you on air. That's podcast at gmail.com. Also, if you want to be a sponsor, be played three times a week on this podcast show or or you want to be played there on the YouTube live feed, interviews, all you got to do, the same thing, get ass at and Podcast at gmail.com. We'll talk sponsor prices with you and get you played each and every week here on the best breakfast wrestling and sports podcast. All right, with that, let's get right to this week's Sports Illustrated Fact of the Day. How about this for the hockey nerds out there? Wayne Goretzky's Record stand strong for the most career hat tricks in the NHL with 50. Mario Lemieux holds 40. And that is today's Sports Illustrated fact of the day. Well, with that, you know how we wrap the show up each and every week. It's that time. Let's get to it. And rip your city. Top 10 cities downloaded. Goes like this. Number 10. I'm going to a big shout out to, and thank you, Columbus, Ohio. Thank you so much, Columbus, Ohio. Number nine, how about this, Marshall North. You know the deal. Thank you so much, Marshall, North Carolina. Number eight, it's right there, shorty, ATL. Shout out to Atlanta, Georgia. Thank you so much, Atlanta. Number seven, how about Brooklyn, New York? Thank you so much, Brooklyn, New York. Number six, it's right back to that other state. We know the deal. Weaverville, North Carolina. Thank you so much, Weaverville. Number five, it's the home capital. How about this? Denver, Colorado. Thank you so much, Denver. Number four, it's overseas. The faithful, Frankfurt, Germany. Thank you so much, Frankfurt. Number three, right back to the home state here. It's Johnstown, Colorado. Thank you so much, Johnstown. Uh-oh, number two, we got to switch up. It's Louisville. King, King Thank you so much, Louisville. And on top, breaking Louisville streak. It's the home city where we lie. Thank you so much for Collins, Colorado. Fans, thank you so much for all the love out there. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe, pass the gravy, spread the butter, tell a friend, tell a famber, tell someone. About this podcast. And if you catch me this weekend at Colorado National Speedway, don't be shy to come say hi. I might have something for you. And until next week, have an awesome kick-ass weekend. And you know the drill. Make sure you eat your breakfast. We love you. Peace.